Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Tea Talks with Tiffany episode. Um, Today's episode is going to be all about how to feel calm again or how to bring yourself back from a very stressful state to a very relaxed state, Um, kind of like how to self-soothe. Um, And it probably won't be a super long episode, but I thought it was kind of a good topic idea because a lot of my episodes revolve around self-care and anxiety and depression. And I have a lot of ideas to cope with anxiety and depression. And I've done several podcasts, which honestly, some of my podcasts might be redundant. And I apologize about that. But I will continue to re-say certain things, especially if they, especially if I could see them being implemented in more than one way. You know, exercising has many benefits, just like meditating does. Um, Those are just examples. But anyway, so today is all about like self-soothing and I apologize if some of my podcasts might be redundant or I, I hope you guys aren't getting bored of them. Um, I don't even know if people, you know, still listen. I try not to look at, you know, how many people listen just because I do it for me. It's amazing that I do have people out there that listen, but I do this for me because not only am I helping you guys, but ultimately it's helping me because being able to talk my problems out has always helped me so much. It's always been a way for me to, I guess, I mean, I guess thinking out loud pretty much, you know, or having a conversation with you guys kind of helps me organize my life a little bit better. But today is all about how to self-soothe. And I'm going to be doing it by your senses, So the five senses, I'm going to be doing it and um, I'm going to have a couple for each of them and I'm going to expand on them and talk about them a little bit. So the first one I'm going to do is hearing. So sound is really important when it comes to self-soothing for me. Um, First of all, when I meditate, I love listening to rainfall or a waterfall running water, um, birds, or I don't know what you call them, but just like meditation sounds, like bells and um, like a Tibetan, I think I'm saying that right, Tibetan like bowl, um, if you guys know what that is. Um, But yeah, a lot of sounds like that are very calming for me. So what I do when I listen to these sounds is I meditate or I just sit there and I focus on my breathing. You know, doing slow inhales, filling your whole abdomen up, and then doing a slow release. Doing that a couple times and then letting my breath go back to normal. Breathing is such an amazing way to feel calm It makes you feel in control. It makes you feel in control of what is happening to your body, first of all. And second of all, it takes your mind off of anything and everything 
that you may or may not, you know, have been thinking about earlier or in that moment. Um, And it just takes your mind off of all of that. And if you are focusing on your breathing and you notice you're starting to drift off and you're starting to think thoughts again, like, oh, what am I doing for dinner? Or, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have said that in that conversation. You know, just recognize that thought and then let it go. Um, And that's something that's big in meditation and the meditation world when you're meditating. It's not like you're going to be completely in the zone (laughs) 24-7. There are several days where I sit down and I try and meditate and I cannot for the life of me get in, you know, the mojo, I guess, if you want to call it, or truly being able to like, you know, let my to clear my mind pretty much. It's really hard sometimes to clear your mind. Um, It's something that you will never probably be able to just achieve all the time. This is something that you actively have to work on all the time. Um, But when you're meditating or just breathing and you're trying to focus just on your body and your breathing, when you notice that you're starting to think about other things, recognize the thought and then release it, you know, go back to be aware of it so you can train your brain to try and go back, you know, to meditating or focusing on your breath. So for me, meditation or um, listening to any kind of sounds um, while meditating or just listening to sounds in general and laying there, listening to the sounds or breathe, you know, working on breathing exercises. That is a big one for me when it comes to like hearing. Um, because like I said, ultimately you're just kind of forgetting about everything in the world for a little bit. Um, that's a good one if you really need to wind down and you are the kind of person that gets drained when you're around people and you're like involved in social events and stuff that's a really good one because the only noises are like sounds and stuff so you're not like there's no tv on you know you got to make sure that you have a very peaceful place to do this create the kind of environment that you feel comfortable in and calm light a candle you know um Light some incense if you do incense. Um, For me, I love lighting a candle because it kind of sets the mood. Um, But if I am meditating and I'm not just breathing, I love to light incense. But actually, fun fact, lately I've been um, not really burning incense as much because I found out that incense is actually kind of really harmful for animals especially cats um and most of you guys know I have a cat I have a kitten um so if I do decide to light incense I try and keep him um shut in a separate room far away just because I don't want that to hurt him um so yeah but that also lighting a candle and doing and lighting incense kind of falls underneath sight um But, you know, set the mood for when you're going to meditate or when you're going to just breathe. Because I think your your environment and your surroundings are everything. Um, So that's number one for self ways to self-soothe when you're hearing on 
your hearing. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. One of your five senses, your hearing sense. Um, the next one for hearing is just music. If you are kind of the opposite of an introvert or someone who gets drained in social settings and you haven't and you've been lacking that and you feel really uneasy go for a drive and just listen to your favorite music or listen to a podcast my podcast (laughs) or you know just something like that that sometimes I get in those moods it's not very often because I consider myself um I feel like I'm definitely more on the introverted side. The older I get, the more I feel like I fall in that category where I get super drained after hanging out with people for a while. Like, I need to recharge. Um, My boyfriend, Jack, we live together, and sometimes I just, I'm like, all right, you need to go hang out at your parents for a while, or I'm going to go on a walk. I need some space, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Um... But yeah, so I'm the kind of person that gets super drained super easily. But if you're not listening to music while you're, you know, driving down the road or just, you know, go on some old back roads, just listen to some music, that can be very relaxing, um, in my opinion. So I think for your hearing sense, I think, you know, listening to some music is also a good thing. And also, if you are more of a... um introvert like me and you need you like to listen to sounds and stuff but you don't want to necessarily listen to music that has words and you need quiet well sometimes I just like to listen to um like symphonies and stuff lyric or not lyrical music I guess it'd be the opposite of lyrical music but just you know I have a record player and I just have a couple Mozart records or Brahms and I put them on and then I put them on low and then I either try and work on my breathing or another good thing for me that helps me out when I'm trying to calm down and try to focus on other things other than my thoughts is I will just start cleaning. And I know a lot of people do this, um, but like I pick a place that I know I need to organize and I just organize it while I listen to music or while I listen to a podcast. Um, and that that's another really good one. Um, and I guess that that one where you're organizing things and cleaning that could be under I guess several different senses you know you could do touch and sight both of those would be um I guess both of those categories would work for that um so not only listening to music is one for hearing but like I said listening to podcasts um I know a lot of people love listening to audiobooks and I used to listen to audiobooks while I clean, and I kind of want to get back into it. Um, so, like, download, um, oh gosh, what is that? Audible. And just, you know, listen to some audiobooks while you're cleaning, or just lay there and get zone into the zone into the book, you know? Um, also, ASMR is supposedly, like, really um, helpful which sometimes for me it can be, but I'm not really that big into ASMR. I don't know what it is. I'm just not personally into ASMR. Um, I forget what the acronym stands for, so I don't want to tell you guys, you know, something wrong. But pretty much ASMR is like noises that are pleasing to the ears. So like popping popcorn 
or, um, oh gosh, like bubble wrap, I guess, or just, just noises in general that people do and they're like really close to the mic, um, or whispers, you know, soft whispers. So definitely look into ASMR. That's another one. Um, hearing another thing with hearing is affirmations. Um, speaking affirmations to yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and positively talking to yourself. And it takes a little bit to get used to. And sometimes I fall out of it, um, which I typically for me, I personally like to journal. Um, and I only do like actually speaking affirmations when I'm in a really, really rough spot in my life and I'm going through some stuff. But sometimes hearing those words or, you know, hearing it reinforces the way you think. So reciting positive affirmations kind of like in the morning or before you go to bed, like I am worthy of love. I am not selfish for, for putting myself first. Just those kind of things. Being able to say them out loud. Um, I think that kind of holds you accountable. Um, and it's like kind of telling your brain like, no, we are not going to think negative today. Um, and I am not selfish for, you know, loving myself for putting myself first, just speaking these and saying things that are just positive in general about yourself, um, can make you feel really calm and soothe yourself. Um, so that's pretty much it that I have for hearing. I think I covered most of everything. Um, I'm going to move on to taste now. So for me, for taste, um, something that really calms me down all the time is tea. Obviously, tea talks with Tiff. Um, And there's this tea, actually, that I've been making lately for when I want to fall asleep. And it's called banana tea. Now, you guys, I'm going to tell you guys how to make it on this podcast. And most of you guys are probably going to be like, that sounds really weird. Because when I saw this video on Instagram, and I forget who posted it, um, but I I wish I remembered because then I would tell you guys who it was because I'm not taking credit for this. But um, so pretty much you boil some water and you're going to cut up a couple bananas, um, but you're going to leave the peel on them. So just cut off the butt and the head of them, toss them out, and then slice up the rest, leaving the peel on them. Put the bananas in the boiling pot of water and boil them for like 10 minutes. Then you're going to strain the bananas from the water or the tea. That's your tea. Um, Also, before you decide to boil your bananas and cut them up, make sure you wash them. um, Because you don't want to be drinking like dirty tea or dirty water. Um, I I literally thought this was going to taste weird. And it also kind of looks weird. It kind of looks like dirty dishwater. I'm not going to lie. But do not knock it until you try it. So after you've done boiled, you know, it for 10 minutes and you've strained it, pretty much treat it like you would tea. You know, pretty much your banana was your tea packet. And I put oat milk and sugar in mine. Um, You can also do honey. Um, I made Jack one yesterday and he had honey in his and he really liked it. I tasted it. It was pretty good. Um, but I also like sugar in mine. So I did like a teaspoon of sugar and then some oat milk 
and oh my gosh guys it is so good like it almost tastes like artificial banana like so if you don't like like banana taste or like artificial banana I don't think you would like it but it's not artificial banana it's real banana but because you add the sugar into it or the honey oh my goodness that is supposed to help you sleep um have a really good night's sleep I don't know the science behind it which I kind of want to look into it and I think I'm going to actually (laughs) after I get done with this podcast as to why um I don't know if it has to do with the actual peel of the banana I would assume so since you leave the peel on but that tea actually is supposed to help you get a really good night's rest and I actually tested it out the other day and oh my goodness I've been so addicted to this tea that I've been having it every day. So now I have like bananas stocked up in my house. But um, the first time I tried it actually was not before I went to bed. It was kind of in the middle of the day and I didn't have anything to do. Um, And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I literally took a three hour nap and it was the freaking best nap of my entire life. And I don't know if it's because like allergies and I'm not feeling the greatest lately or if maybe it was just that tea because honestly that tea was really good and I I really think that's what it was honestly. Um, But that was the best three hour nap I had and then later on that night I was like okay well I took a nap earlier so it's going to be hard for me to fall asleep tonight. So I had another cup of it um, later in the evening and I did have really good night's rest that night. And they do say to drink it kind of like 30 minutes to an hour before you plan on going to sleep. Um, But anyway, you guys should really, really try it. And it's not like it's a, to me, I think it's kind of a heavy banana flavor. But the video I saw said it was kind of considered a mild banana flavor. I don't know. Um, I would just try it, guys. I did not have a clue that you could do that with bananas. And I think that's amazing still. Like, that's my new obsession. Um, but anyway, so that's my recipe. Well, not my recipe, but that's a recipe, um, for some self-soothing, relaxing, sleepy time kind of teas, banana tea. Um, another one that I really, really like, um, that I found, which it's not going to be everybody's ha-ha cup of tea. See what I did there? Um, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but... If you like lavender, um, I recommend getting like lavender chamomile or lavender honey. I like lavender honey just when I want to help with stress, not necessarily fall asleep. But if I want to fall asleep, I also like doing lavender chamomile because the lavender is calming and helps you fall asleep. And so does the chamomile. Chamomile tea apparently helps you fall asleep. So those are a few teas that I really like. Um, See, man, you got me talking about tea because we're talking about taste. Um, But yeah, so tea in general for me is such like a comfort thing. And it puts me in the mood to like give myself self-care and to relax and enjoy the evening or the day, whatever, whenever I'm drinking, or in the morning. I love drinking tea in the morning. Um, I've also lately been on an iced coffee kick which I'm trying to cut back on how much I'm drinking because I did not drink coffee for like two years um, because it got to the point where like it was just, it's obviously if you have anxiety, you know, coffee is just going to make it worse. 
So I just cut coffee out completely. But now that I'm, I have it, you know, I'm drinking it again. I need to be careful because I have noticed that it has affected my anxiety again. Um, so, but anyway, iced coffee. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's necessarily something that's going to make me calm. But tea is something that I drink a lot that makes me feel calm and it kind of self-soothes. Um, another thing for taste is like make um, like comfort food, man. Like for me, I absolutely love like making soup or baking cookies, like making homemade cookies like, just getting in the kitchen for me is so therapeutic and relaxing. I absolutely love it, and I recommend it. That is, like, my go-to, um, which <laughs> that's probably why I've gained a little bit of weight. But, you know, it's not like I'm super overweight. I just feel like I'm content, and I need to... And it's not because I'm eating junk food. It really isn't. It's first of all, because I've gotten to a relationship and within the first, you know, we've been together, what, almost two years now, year and a half, almost two years. Um, I just kind of, you know, you gain a little bit of weight because you go out on dates, you get comfortable around the person. Um, but anyway, so I cook food and I bake food a lot. So it's not like I'm eating super unhealthy. It's just, I've gotten too comfortable and I need to push myself to start being a lot more physical because my metabolism uh, is not high, which sucks. <laughs> I wish I had my sister's metabolism. My sister is very petite, very tiny. Um, but sadly, I took after my father and who is tall. I mean, he's not big, but he's tall. And I just, I feel like I've got broad shoulders. I'm tall and I don't have that great of a metabolism. So I actually do, like, I have to work out to, you know, maintain my body. And this past year with COVID, that's something that, you know, with getting into a new, relatively new relationship, Jack and I started dating in September. So by March, that would have been September, October, November, December, January, February. That would have been like six, seven months. Um, and you know, that's kind of still relatively new. So you're getting comfortable in the relationship and to top it off, you have coronavirus. So there's really not much you can do. And I just kind of, I, I'm not going to lie, you know, and I've mentioned it in previous podcasts. I've fell into a really bad depression and a, I was really anxious a lot. I had a lot of personal issues going on and I still kind of do. And it's still a journey to get myself completely back you know you're never gonna be your old self again because you learn and you grow from the experiences you have but I'm slowly trying to feel like myself again you know I'm, I'm starting to do my makeup more do my hair more look better you know um there you know and there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup or not wearing makeup it's just I, I absolutely have fallen in love with my skin when I don't wear makeup so that's not an issue my problem is that I fell into the habit of for me I consider it being lazy you know wearing sweatpants all the time never doing my hair um, and when you force yourself to get up and look nice I feel like sometimes you feel a little bit better so that's kind of my goal 
But anyway, so back to what I was talking about, taste. Making like home-cooked meals. Get in the kitchen, put on some comfy clothes, get in the kitchen, make some homemade food, make comfort food. It's okay to indulge. One thing I will say, even though I've gained weight, I don't think I will ever restrict myself on a diet. Diet. Like, obviously, you want, like, to be kind of balanced, which I don't really like that word, balance, because balance is different for everybody, I guess. But you want to, you know, too much of anything is bad for you. So just... Yes, you can have cookies, but in moderation. Yes, you can have, you know, chips, but in moderation. That type of thing. Um, I, but I'm not too big on diets. Just make sure you're getting the nutrition that your body needs. And then work out. Um, and another thing is, if you're not mentally, like, wanting to work out for you, for yourself, not anybody else only for you so you can feel healthy don't have the mindset oh I want to be skinny I want to be a skinny legend first of all I absolutely hate the whole skinny legend bullshit and I don't cuss a lot on my podcast but it's bullshit because I would rather be the healthiest version of myself than be skinny everybody is made differently one person's their diet how they eat not their you know um like plan you know a diet plan but like just the way they eat could be not right for another person you know everybody requires a different amount of nutrients and you know you know your body and I mean I'm not obviously I'm not a health expert So I'm not going to sit on here and be like, well, you need to do this and this and this. But you will live a lot happier and you will be a lot healthier if you just do things in moderation. Because you're going to start a diet, okay? What's going to happen? You're going to cut out all sugary foods, this, that, and the third. Okay, yes, it might work for a little bit. But are you going to stick to that diet for the rest of your life? No. So what happens when you're done with that diet? you will probably gain the weight back. So my recommendation, and something that has worked for me when I've lost weight in the past, because my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college, I will say is when I probably looked the best, and that's what I want to get back to, which personally, I don't think I'm that far from it. Um, But that's when I personally think I looked the best. I was feeding my body what I wanted, but in moderation, you know, I was paying attention to the cues my body was giving me. Okay, I'm full. I don't need to continue eating just so I don't waste food because that's a big thing. Um, When you grow up, for me, I grew up, you need to finish the food that's on your plate, you know? Well, if you're full, you're full. You shouldn't push yourself to finish every ounce of food on your plate because that is creating bad food habits. So for me, just my recommendation when it comes to that is just in moderation. So yes, get in the kitchen, make those comfort foods, indulge, sit down, watch a movie, relax, and 
enjoy a comfort meal. You know, that's life. Don't restrict yourself all the time. That's not healthy. Um, so taste. Yeah. Um, (sighs) I guess another thing for taste is like chewing gum. If you need something to like wake you up and, um, just kind of like giving you a refreshed feeling, chewing gum, you know, a mint flavored gum. Also using a lot of like spices and stuff in your food. Um, so a lot of that, yeah, has to do with personal preference and stuff, but yeah, using spices and herbs is a good way to kind of wake up your, your taste buds. So that's pretty much it for taste. Let's talk about, um, touch now. So I mentioned about getting into comfy clothes and cooking. So I'm going to bring that over to touch. Get into comfy clothes. If you need to relax and calm down, the best way for me to do that is to freaking get into some comfortable clothes. Some clothes that I feel comfortable in and also kind of confident, you know. Or you don't have to be confident in them. Just something that you enjoy. Get some fuzzy socks, some sweatpants, your favorite t-shirt, you know, throw your hair up in a messy bun and that for me is amazing that's just amazing that is is like the quickest way to calm me down if you have a pet cuddle your pet (laughs) my cat oliver literally is my best friend and he like he is the only thing that can make the absolute worst day a better day because first of all animals I think naturally can sense when you're really not yourself um and I've had a lot going on lately and he just like he could sense that and he came up to me and he just laid down and he he lays on my chest a lot so he was like laying on my chest and just cuddling me and um yeah cuddle your pet and they they can pick up on it too when you are feeling stressed or when you are not yourself they pick up on that and that to me is amazing that's awesome so cuddle your pets it's gonna make you feel good get that serotonin boost that you need because honestly pets are the best thing when it for for feeling better unless of course you don't like pets in that case i don't know what to tell you (laughs) um so along with like getting into cozy clothes putting on some fresh sheets on your bed or getting out some like soft blankets that you absolutely love or a bunch of pillows for me I'm like a blanket and a pillow like junkie I absolutely love all the pillows I want all the blankets I want to feel like I am enclosed and like surrounded by blankets and pillows we recently actually just got a brand new mattress finally and a headboard Um, on the bed frame that came with it and oh my goodness it was the best money we could have spent Um, and we ordered it from Nectar which I don't know if you guys have heard of these but um, Nectar is an online website where you pick out your mattress and it ships to you in a box rolled up it literally shipped in a box rolled up and it's memory foam and you take it out of the plastic and it like starts to you know open up and expand 
we used to have a full and now we got a king and oh my goodness it is so comfortable like i just get in get some comfy sheets get some pillows out get some blankets and you know for me like the way my bed looks is everything like the ambiance the way the environment is the way the room is set up I know that might sound stupid to some people, but, like, the aesthetic, it, like, my bedroom has to be a certain way. It has to be very fresh, very clean. I don't want a lot of decorations. It needs to be calming and soothing. So, I recommend if you are going to be, like, decorating and stuff, um, I recommend doing a lot of gray. And I know that might sound weird to some people, but grays really work for me grays and like light purples like a lavender are so calming to me um also like a light I don't know what kind of color it would be considered I don't know if it's considered like a sage green or like like a matcha color maybe like a little bit lighter I guess but like that light green it's calming but it's also very awakening like it's very refreshing so I recommend those kind of colors um so yeah I think environment is everything your pillows the texture of your pillows the texture of your blanket the colors of your blanket you know the colors of your room which would go under you know sight which we haven't gotten to that yet but um so yeah for touch definitely get into some cozy sheets cozy um, blankets and snuggle up with your pet um have somebody give you a massage or you can give yourself a massage my favorite thing to do especially when i have a headache is to massage my like temples and pressure points in your face like your sinus cavities and stuff because that's really for me soothing and if you have a headache it's obviously going to help And if your sinuses are kind of, you know, stuffed up, that's going to help relieve a lot of the sinus pressure in your face. Um, But whenever I give myself a massage, it is honestly so relaxing and self-soothing. It's that's just like a must have. Um, Wearing soft fabric goes under, you know being comfortable dressing comfortable i think soft fabric really breathable fabric like cotton is really calming um so yeah that's everything that i have on the list for touch so now we're gonna go to sight so excuse me for sight i as i said in like the touch category the way you set up your environment how it looks The aesthetic you have is honestly everything. So it's okay to have your kitchen and every other room in your house be like a different theme. But for me, my bedroom has to be very calming. Some people like having their bedroom, you know, having lots of bright colors, having, you know, that's okay. But for me personally, I love to have a lot of like mauves and grays and um just calming colors but also at the same time have a couple pops of like refreshing colors so for me i have a lot of house plants so there's a lot of green um right now i have flowers in a vase and they're yellow 
So sometimes I add a pop of color here or there to make the room feel refreshed so it's not so dark and gloomy. But I absolutely like love having gray sheets, gray comforter. Right now we have white sheets on, but a lot of gray. Um, that honestly, grays, lilacs, you know, lavenders, purples, all those colors for me are like super, super calming and get me in the mood to climb into bed and go to sleep. You know, I'm not going to want to go to bed if I have like this freaking bright ass, like hot pink comforter and like zebra pillows. To me, that is just like so stressful. Um, and you know, to some people it might not bother them, but to me, I just, I need like neutral colors going neutral. <laughs> um, so sight, that has a lot to do with sight is your environment, how you set it up. Um, the areas of your bedroom too. Um, I'm really big on having like certain areas of my bedroom are dedicated to certain things. For instance, we have, um, I don't, I forget what kind of, how, what kind of window this is called, but it's like three panes and it's like kind of, um, it's like in a corner. And so over there I have a lounge chair with my books and my house plants because there's a lot of sunlight over there. So for me, that's a very cozy reading corner, you know, like that's dedicated for that. Obviously your bed, you know, dedicated for sleeping. And then other corners, I have like my makeup area is dedicated for all my makeup. And then my desk is dedicated for all my schoolwork. Um, but I just recommend trying to be very organized because for me, when I'm organized, I sleep better, I feel better, and I can be more productive. When my house is a mess, like Jack will tell you, I get like super anxious. And it's not that I'm like OCD or anything, which it's fine if you are, but it's just for me, I just, I have to have at least one day a week where I can stop what I'm doing and clean the house. So everything's back in order for the week that's coming up. Because if not, I just feel super overwhelmed and stressed. And I work a lot better when I have a clean apartment. Um, so yeah, that's for me, sight, visual clutter. That's another thing. I'm trying to be more minimalist. Um, I think I'm pretty good with my minimalist, I guess. Um, the only things that I'm not too minimal are on our earth um like my art i'm really into art so i obviously i have a lot of paint i have a lot of brushes i have a lot of canvases i need to figure out a way to organize that so that's one area i need to organize and then my makeup is organized but i still have a lot of it and um if you're into makeup you know it's really hard to declutter when you're into makeup so but for the most part everything else I'm very minimal on. Um, and the decorations I have, it's not like I have an overabundance of them, but I, I just think carefully about the decorations I get. Um, and they're very minimal, but they're, they're nice. It's very clean, refreshing, and that's what I like. Um, sight, another thing you can do is making like a gratitude like list or writing down what you're grateful for every day journaling every day because you're physically looking at this um writing sticky notes and putting them up on your mirrors 
writing sticky notes, and just putting them around the house for yourself so you can read these. And, you know, reading for me internalizes whatever's on that paper and it sets it in stone pretty much. So, yes. Another thing for sight is take a nature walk. Go to the park, take a walk, go on some trails, take a walk. Be in nature. Nature for me is such a calming way to soothe myself, like beyond anything else, I think. Being outside is absolutely amazing for me. Now, you know, sometimes you might not be able to do that because um, it might not be relaxing to you. For me, for nature to be relaxing, it's got to be a nice sunny day or warm day. Um, If it's rainy, that can be soothing too, but I don't like going out in it. I like sitting inside and just listening to the rain. But for the most part, nature is an amazing way to just reset. So I recommend taking a walk or maybe going to the park and bringing your journal and journaling while you're outside. You know, being in nature is so amazing. I just having that connection with nature makes me feel amazing. It makes you take a step back and look at life and see how beautiful the world we live in is pretty much. I I just love being out in nature. Um, Along with taking a walk, you could take a drive, you know, if you're not one to be super into hiking or going on trails or just simply walking, you know, taking a drive, you know, it could be fallout and you could just take a drive and look at all the nice trees and the, the pretty color changing leaves that are falling, you know, um, being in nature is just an absolute, the, the best feeling and it really brings you down to earth and it makes you grateful and appreciate the beauty of nature, I guess. <laughs> um, so that's it for sight. And I think the last one I have to go over in this podcast is smell. So this one kind of goes hand in hand with taste because if you're in the kitchen making food, you're obviously going to be smelling foods. So smelling food while you're baking, oh my goodness, that's such a calming thing to do, especially like fresh baked cookies or fresh baked brownies or, you know, homemade soup, chicken noodle soup, like smelling the chicken broth. Oh my goodness. So yeah, smelling like whatever you're cooking or baking is amazing. Um, if you really like body lotions or perfumes, that's another way to go. Um, sometimes smell can be overwhelming for certain people and it actually really isn't calming. It just kind of overwhelms them. Um, but if you are kind of one of those people and it overwhelms you and you, you still want to, you know, use lotion and stuff as a way to calm yourself, I recommend looking for very like clean scents, like fresh laundry scents or like floral scents. Um, just something not too like heavy or musty, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's another one is lotion and perfume. For me, I absolutely love that. That to me is like a self is is a form of self-care. Actually, everything on these this list that I've talked about today is a form of self-care, but for me, like body care and skin care is amazing. Um, I guess that's another thing you could put under touch is skincare. 
for me, that is like one of the top ones. I absolutely love putting a mask on my face and a mask in my hair and just relaxing while I do my nails. So that that could be a form of touch, I guess, is um, skincare. Um, and I guess lotion and body care falls under that too. But it also smell, uh, falls under smell. So, um, yeah. So, um, buying flowers. This is another one. And this is one that I'm big on, which you can choose to buy flowers or you could choose to buy houseplants or both. I do both. I have a lot of houseplants. Um, and the houseplants I have are air purifying plants. And that's always good to have in your house. So, you you know, you have fresh air in your house. It's, it's awesome. I have a fiddle leaf fig plant. Um, oh, gosh. I have... I'm growing herbs. I have rosemary, basil, and mint right now growing in the windowsill. Um, I have catnip. I'm growing for the cat. I have some fresh um, carnation flowers that I bought. I have... What else do I have? Oh, goodness. I have this, like, vine plant. I forget what it's called. And then I just have some... I, they call it, like, foliage, I guess. It's not really, like, anything particular. It's just supposed to make your house look pretty. So I do have some plants that are just considered, I guess, foliage. Um, and I that's I'm not over there looking at all my plants, but that's kind of the rundown of most of my plants. I don't have too many because my apartment's not super big, but I have enough to where there's it's it's very refreshing when you walk in. Um, so yeah, plants and flowers are a huge one. Um, candles is another one. Um, I absolutely love burning candles. A lot of people that I know are kind of against candles because, oh my goodness, they're bad for you and you shouldn't be breathing that in and blah, 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 blah. I personally just like candles for the way they look. (laughs) And I know that sounds stupid, but it's very aesthetically pleasing to have you know, a candle lit. Um, I have one in my kitchen, one in my bathroom, one in my bedroom, and one in my makeup room. So I kind of have a couple all over the house. I don't keep them lit, you know, all the time, and I don't have them lit all at once, but I do light them from time to time. And honestly, it's it's a good way to feel relaxed. Um, First of all, it falls under the category of smell, but it also falls under um, sight. It's very pleasing to the eye. Another thing that I highly recommend is aromatherapy. Um, I have a diffuser, and you get cheap ones from Walmart, or um, I'm sure if you have like a Target where you live, you can find them. You can find them on Amazon too. But I have one that was like I think twenty bucks from Walmart, and you some of them you can find that where they don't require water and then other ones actually require water i like the ones with water um so i fill mine up with water um to the fill line and then you put in a couple drops of whatever essential oil you want um like for me at night i like doing lavender and birch or and sometimes i actually take these into the shower with me so because the steam i just put a little bit on my shower um 
like floor and the steam oh my goodness i do that with eucalyptus and rosemary whenever i'm stuffed up and it clears it up a lot but anyway so you fill it up to the fill line put in your essential oil and turn it on and mine has like a light has an led light um, that changes colors and i just set it to one color but i highly recommend aromatherapy um it's really calming and there are books out there which i kind of want to get a book but i'm sure you could find several several different kind of recipes if you will or like ways to mix them or the benefits of using essential oils and how to use them i'm sure you can find a ton of that online um but i kind of just do the basic ones like lavender tea tree eucalyptus rosemary um lemon orange you know just each essential oil does something different for you and for me lavender is really relaxing um so i highly recommend aromatherapy if you want to feel calm and kind of self-soothe so i think that's pretty much it for today's podcast it's actually a lot longer than i thought and actually you guys i don't know if you'll believe this but i did not like i don't have note cards in front of me i just kind of named off the senses and i kind of you know did it as i went um so today i think went really well today's podcast went really well i'm trying to get back into my mojo the swing of things when it comes to recording podcasts i don't know what it is I don't know if I need to take a little break or not, but I feel like today's podcast went well, but sometimes I feel like I get into a rut where I ramble and I don't know if it all flows together because when I listen to it, it sounds like it flows together, but to some of you, it may not flow well. But anyway, I really, really hope you guys enjoyed today's topic. Um, I thought this was a really good one to do. Um, with every, with our everyday busy lives, you know, this is such a good good way to um just good things to implement into your life when you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or that you need to calm down and wind down. Um I honestly I recommend doing most of these things on your list when you're feeling you know, when you're feeling restless. All, all these things on the list I recommend doing them all. Um, and these, these are all things that I've, I do and that I've done that really help me. So anyway, I hope you guys really enjoyed today's topic. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.